Hello there, my name is Jeff, and welcome to episode 41 of the Game Sharks podcast, where we talk about our favorite thing in the world, the Gilmore Girls. Wait, what? Have you been watching Gilmore Girls? I just finished yeah. Gilmore oh Girls. Oh my god. That shows, am- up about it. that shows amazing. Uh, the writing is very clever. Did- uh, Lauren Graham and Alexis Bledel are wonderful women. Did you watch the new Gilmore Girls no, too? There's okay. there's four episodes of that, and I'm gonna watch that. Show. There's only four episodes of it. Yeah, oh, I thought they I did think, like multiple seasons. N- no, I, each episode is uh like a season, like a a, a t- yearly a season. season arc. Yeah, no, 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 no. no. <laughs> Not, it's like like fall, oh. then winter, then summer. Um, oh, a season. They, they skip spring yeah. for some reason. I think um, I've watched the first season of Gilmore. Girls. It's so good. There's seven seasons. I highly recommend Gilmore Girls. I have no shame in admitting that I love Gilmore <laughs> Girls. Hey, man, own what you like. See? Yeah. And video games. I also like those. Joining me this week is Adam. Hello. Derek. Hello. And Andrew. Hello. Hello, gentlemen. Hello. Uh, welcome to this episode of the Game Sharks podcast. Mm-hmm. We got uh, no big news this week. A couple small things that we're going to hit on. Andrew uh, did a staycation this week, so he's been doing nothing but playing video games. I'm so in a sta- I'm still doing it. He's still, he's doing, still it. doing. He's got. Uh, he's, he's got one more day tomorrow <laughs> and Monday because it's a holiday. Oh. Uh, Big brain. And then, <laughs> so I'm assuming he's gonna have a lot of things that he's played that he's gonna want to talk about. So we'll, we'll see. see. Uh, and the big topic for this week is we're gonna talk about and kind of iron out the Game Sharks podcast rating system for when we review or discuss games. So that's gonna be fun. Well, I have no idea how long that's gonna take. It could be 15 minutes, and we're like, all right, yeah, we all agree on this, or we could. Uh, be here for a while arguing about what we think is best. But we're going to start with not emails because no one sent us an email, Ripperoni. But we are oh. going to start with an email that oh. came to me personally, not the Game Sharks. <laughs> yeah, I saw you put that in our Google Doc and I said, what the hell does this mean? So I texted uh, you guys about this oh, when yeah, it yeah. happened. Did you? Yeah. Uh, so when I was trying to pre-order an Xbox Series S... I was oh, able yeah. to go through the steps to sign up for the Xbox All Access plan, but by the time that was done, it wouldn't let me actually buy Xbox and Xbox because they were sold out. Uh, this apparently happened to a lot of people, and when was this? This was October 2nd, so last Friday. I got an email from Microsoft that says, Dear Microsoft Store Customer because I tried to order through the Microsoft store directly. You were oh, receiving this your first name. <laughs> <laughs> you were receiving this email update because you were recently unable to complete your pre-order of Xbox All Access on September 22nd, 2020. We have a limited number of Xbox Series X and S con- consoles reserved and will be opening a 72-hour window for you to complete your pre-order. You will receive a follow-up email from us on on or before October 19th. With more information on how to order your X or S, please watch your inbox for this email. Uh, so, yeah. Apparently, they have some more consoles to pre-order, specifically for people who went through the process of yeah. trying to get the all-access and then didn't end up with the console even though they got approved for the all-access. So, I'm pretty jazzed about that. That kind of came out of nowhere and is really cool. Yeah. Um, I've been adamantly checking my <laughs> Yahoo email uh, <laughs> to to keep an eye out for that it says i have so i don't know how it works if like everybody who got this email they have one console per email they sent out or if it's okay we have this many we have 200 consoles and we send out 500 emails hopefully maybe you'll get one i don't know they don't say anywhere kind of what's gonna happen that's interesting 
Uh, so I've been adamantly keeping an eye out for my email. I'm yeah. assuming that maybe they only sent it to to people that got approved, like you did. Yeah. So maybe maybe they do have like we have 200 more customers that got approved but didn't get one. All right, let's set aside 200, and when you go in and order one, you know it'll be easy. It'll be yours, and then yeah, they're gonna send me a direct link, so it's not gonna be something that right. anyone can search for theoretically. So hopefully it goes over really smoothly, and I get an Xbox because I'm Good dumb. <laughs> I'm dumb, and I bought everything. Um, so I I specifically tried to get an S, right? Uh, but now I kind of want the X. So I'm wondering. If it's going to, the link, it, whatever it sends me, will bring me and only allow me to try to get an S because that's what I was trying to get before. Or if I can pick which one I want now. I don't know. I would bet that you can probably pick. That would be my assumption, yeah, too. Yeah, but I don't know. Like, I don't know how account-based this is to them or if it's more of just a general, like, this group right. of people uh, signed up for all access but didn't get to pre-order. So we're going to allow them to pre-order. I don't know. But regardless, it was really cool, and I was really happy to see that. And that's an an awesome thing from Microsoft that I wasn't expecting. So yeah, go Microsoft. Indeed. Good on you guys. Um, all right, Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven has officially gone gold. Nice, about time. Um, yeah, Yay. they're shipping. They said it's going to be out on November nineteenth, which is the week after the new consoles come out. So everyone get ready for the apocalypse, which is going to be November 18th. Because <laughs> <laughs> this game is never coming out. Um, November is going to be one hell of a month. Yeah. It's going to be nuts. Is Are all of us planning on playing this game? I'm still on the fence, to be I honest. I don't know. I am playing it. Yeah. I feel like I can It depends I can't what I'm playing also at that time. Yeah. Because since it comes out a week after PS5, I will likely have already gotten... A few PS5 games. Okay. Yeah. Games that we will be playing presumably by the launch of PS5. Uh, Spider-Man. Yep. Assassin's Creed comes out that week. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bug Snacks now comes out that week. Bug Snacks also just went gold. The Pathless comes out that week. Bug Snacks and The Pathless are both launch titles. For the uh, um, oh, jeez. Demon Souls. Demon Souls. That was Demon the other Souls. one. Comes out that week. And isn't there one more game? Watch Dogs Call of Legion. Duty comes out on the Friday. That Those games all come out. The week the consoles come yeah. out, Jesus, and then Cyberpunk's the week after, and then when is Age of Calamity? Isn't that that's the, the 20th, day after? Right? Yeah, Wait. that's the twentieth. So that's yeah. the day oh, after 20th. Cyberpunk. Oh, okay. It's the day after Cyberpunk. I'll, I'll probably pick Cyberpunk's up Age of Calamity. Thursday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, this is gonna be nuts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Too many games. I think mm-hmm. what we're, what we're gonna do is we're all gonna kind of play different ones. I'm assuming, like Andrew, you're really gonna be interested in the pathless words i'm mildly interested in the pathless and derek and i are going to definitely play cyberpunk and adam's definitely going to play age of calamity so i think it's going to become a word of mouth thing on what games yeah. we think are amazing and need to be played by the end of the year for game of the year discussion uh and i don't think i'm gonna play assassin's creed at launch no no <sighs> see i, I, I will can't, probably i can't bring myself to but. not do it after playing the other games yeah that's the thing is that game it's going to be a big game but it's like, I don't know, do I want to play that? Which is probably going to be similar to the other Assassin's Creed. But maybe not, because they're saying they're doing new cool stuff. But then Cyberpunk. Uh, remember last week you were talking about that it's been in development for like 10, 15 years before The Witcher? I was A random thumbnail came up on my YouTube recommended videos, and it was the teaser trailer. And that was seven for years Cyberpunk. ago. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so this game has been in development for a long, long time. Um, so yeah, it's gone gold. This game will apparently be coming out on November 19th, 
and we'll see to uh, the level of success that that happens. Yeah, it's gonna be crazy. I don't. I'm gonna have to write down all the games that are coming out in that two week span and kind of order them in the level of importance yeah. to me. <laughs> um, What's my priority? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I got most of them written down on our Google Doc. But do we? Yeah, I need I need to do a personal list and kind of figure out exactly what I want to yeah. play first. Um, all right, let's talk about. <laughs> did you see that uh, the PS5 default selection button? Which has been in PlayStation oh, history yeah. has always been circle, and in Japanese culture, the circle has always been like yes, and X has always been no, and that's how it's been in video games. I remember growing up playing Final Fantasy VII. It was weird because the circle button yeah, on the right was yes. the confirm button. Mm-hmm. Going forward for PS5, the X button globally will be the confirm button. The cross button. Actually. The cross the button. Cross sorry, button, the yeah. cross button will be the global confirm button going forward. Uh, this is pretty crazy that yeah. they committed to this. Yeah, this especially the way you just well, at, at, like after listening to you explain, like you didn't even explain it. You just like said this is how it is in Japan. I was like, yeah, that makes more sense. Yeah, because that's just that's what it always like. You watch any yeah. anime or stuff, or like the Pokemon games. I remember like circles being good, or like like even in the Pokemon Casino area, mm-hmm. if you got three things in a row, there were circles around them, and just like. Yeah. Yeah. In Japanese culture, the circle has and, always been like, yes. And I, th- but I think the other thing is that, like, I think it was with the, s- started maybe with the Super Nintendo, the A was the bottom facing yeah. of the button. So it was like, oh, that button is the confirm button. Like, it's the easiest, it's right where yeah, your thumb is resting. Yes. Yeah. So that's where it started. But then, like, Nintendo, did, like, Nintendo swapped it. They, and the A was yeah. above B. And, like, they swapped it for the N- N64. No. No, because that was like A and B were here. The GameCube A is above B. Yeah, but it's it's like it's in the circle. That's different. So when they went to standard controls and swapped it, I think it was the Wii U or the Wii Pro controller was probably the first time A was A was on the right, yeah, and not on the bottom. Yes. Um, and now that's where they like keep it because it's so confusing because A is on the bottom for the Xbox and like yeah yeah. Just make the bot like yeah. I get that like circle <laughs> is confirm in uh, Japanese and like it confused the hell out of me when I first played Metal Gear Solid because circle is the confirm button for yeah. everything. See and, those those original PlayStation yeah. games, and they don't even like say like press the circle button. It says press the action button. So yeah. you think oh I'll press X. The button I've been pushing anything. my whole life. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty crazy. Um, it's the Something that's important here, though, is this is just in the console um, like interface. Games themselves can be different. Yeah. So Final Fantasy 16 can come out and still, and have, still have Circle, circle be the confirm button. That's up to the game developers themselves to make that choice. <laughs> but in the system itself, when you're selecting games and whatnot, it's going to be... It's yeah. been in the PS4. I don't know about PS3 because I didn't own a PS3. But in the PS4 interface for North American consoles, it was still the X button or the cross button for us. Right, yeah. And it oh. show, it like shows you on the screen. It says X to play. But in Japan for the PS4, it, it was, was the circle button. Yeah. So now it's going to be the cross button oh. for everyone. Yeah. It's it's nothing crazy, but it's just yeah. very interesting that they, they, they committed to this. weren't uniform 20 years ago. Yeah, I don't know. They're I don't know. Yeah. It's weird. Man, I'm excited to get my PS5. This controller is cool. I don't care what people say. I like the clear buttons and all the all white with the blue accents. Yeah, I'm excited too. to get my hands on it. Still no pre-order, Derek. No, <laughs> Derek, looking at his empty my hands. Empty pre-order hands. There's no uh, pre-order in these hands. 
Uh, all right. Speaking of the new PlayStation and Xbox, did you see the video of uh, the dude taking apart the yeah. PS5? Yeah. That was AKA pretty cool. AKA the, the PS5 you received from Ikea. so uh he kind of explained the reason it's so big is almost entirely for ventilation and cooling yeah that's there's like so much extra space for fans and just airflow in general the heat sink is huge yeah it's massive did you watch the video andrew yeah oh okay yeah Yeah. it's it's really cool it's almost i don't i've never seen anyone take apart a video game console but this more so than anything i've seen seems like a, a pc with like, oh, this is the GPU and this is yeah. the oper or not operating system, the the CPU, and here's the heat sink and here's all the fans. So yeah, it definitely was like PC building video vibes. Um, it was really cool. I felt like it, it showed off a lot and like the way why it's so big is kind of the biggest yeah. uh, thing we got from. Stop yawning in the mic. Right. How many times do I gotta tell you? Uh, how are they, is the audience going to know I'm tired if <laughs> I don't yawn into the mic? <laughs> How are they going to know that you're <laughs> bored with me speaking? Um, the, the, so we know that you have indigestion, but we don't think that we make you want to throw up, <laughs> <It's true>. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I move away from the mic when I'm making weird gurgle sounds. Uh, I don't know. Unless I'm mid sentence, in which case I commit. Anyways, uh, did you see the Xbox tweet? So you remember the video yes. for PS4 <laughs> yeah. where it's like, this is how game sharing works. Yeah. An Xbox one when they first announce it and like you oh, with all the digital yeah, games yeah, yeah. and it was like, you can't like hand a game to someone and then playstation did the videos like this is how you share a game on ps4 and it was just two guys and one handed the other (laughs) one a a game and and they just looked at the camera and smiled so um in the breakdown video there was the guy took off um the the console was in the standing upright position and there's a stand on the side uh or on the bottom with a screw and you have to unscrew it and rotate it and like click it into place and it's this whole process to switch it from standing up to standing uh sideways and so Xbox, uh, it was specifically the Xbox UK Twitter uh, tweeted a, a jab that was basically along the same lines of, this is how you switch the Xbox Series X from vertical to horizontal. And it's just a picture of it standing upright and then a picture of it laying on its side. Uh, but then they deleted the tweet. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> uh, I don't know if it was someone higher up in Microsoft is like, hey, you can't do this. Yeah. Uh, Wait, but, that's illegal. Uh, also, I th- can the Xbox stand on its side? Yeah, it can just uh, hang uh, out on its it side. Can, just, it can sit on its yeah, side? There's nothing wrong I with it. I wasn't sure. Um, I just thought that was really funny. Yeah. <laughs> just like it's neat playing the same game. I love yeah. the banter. Yeah. I love stuff like that. I think it's really, really fun. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know why it got deleted. Yeah. They didn't kind of, I haven't seen anything on why, but yeah, I thought it was really funny that they did that. Uh, and last piece of news that I have again, super light news week, uh, on top of the resident evil Netflix show that we're getting, they are rebooting the resident evil movie franchise. <laughs> And looking to more faithfully adapt it to the games than previous. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, they say that. <laughs> they do, in fact, say that. Um, apparently, it's going to center around Claire and Chris Redfield. Uh, when they like go to the mansion for the first time. So that's Jill and Chris that that's go to Jill. the mansion. So well, I don't know. Jill Valentine's in it, right? Yeah, I think Jill is in it. I think Leon's going to be in it. So I don't know. Maybe it's the first two games. Maybe. Hmm. Yeah, I have no idea. Um, Hannah, John, Kamen who I think was Ghost in Ant-Man yep. and the Wasp. She's going to be Jill Valentine. Um, okay. Kaya Scodelario. This is the movie? Yeah, oh, these are going to be show. the movies. Okay, this is the movie. Okay. Um, this is going to be Claire. Uh, let's see. She was uh, that girl from Maze Runner. Oh, really? Oh. Mm-hmm. 
didn't they not finish that franchise because it did so badly? No, they they never made the most. Yeah, what, what am I thinking of? They like Aragon. Aragon's one. They only made one. No, Percy Jackson. Oh, yeah, yeah Percy Jackson. I thought there was a. a they're making a Percy Jackson show. I think they're making a show, and a, yeah, the old actor who played Percy gave it his full blessing. And even Rick Riordan mentioned like, let's hope they do better this time because he acknowledges that the movie adaptation sucked. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it's it's probably it's apparently going to be set in 1998 in Raccoon City. So cool, neat. Yeah, we'll we'll see how that goes. I'm pretty excited about it. Me too. Okay, that's all I got for news. Is there anything that I missed that you guys? Steve, we did that last week. Minecraft. Yeah, that was last week. Well, not the full breakdown. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I deleted it because I assumed it was leftover. Um, yeah, they gave the the full breakdown on Saturday. Yeah, the full breakdown of what Uh, Steve's gonna play like. He's gonna be absolutely fucking nuts, broken edge guarding (sighs) monster. I I don't know if he's gonna be broken, but I think he will be one of the best edge guarders in the game for sure. But I just I, the, the block placing mechanic is just one of those funda- game breaking fundamental things. I think yeah, it has potential to be Bayonetta level, Bayo Smash Four level broken, mm-hmm. um, where it, yeah, fundamentally changes how the game is played. But I think this character is gonna have so many weaknesses. Think Little Mac, where it their strengths are super strong. But their weaknesses, his jump, yeah, he can't jump like on really a platform. Bad. Yeah, but then he can make more platforms by placing blocks underneath himself. So he has infinite jumps. Uh, I guess, yeah. But so it's or gonna be, not infinite, but as many resources as you have. Yeah. Um, and I'm curious to see how it's gonna play out. Uh, he, he comes out Wednesday, Thursday, Tuesday. Yes, thirteenth. Yeah, that's Tuesday. Yep, you're right. Tuesday. Um. And then there's also going to be a 9.0 patch, which is always mm-hmm. uh, exciting to see. The downs changes. But yeah, down changes. kit aside, all from the presentation, all of the like nods and references and faithfulness to the Minecraft game itself is, is really cool. That's the best part about the Smash Bros. DLC is the amount of love that goes into the characters and like the small things that are like simple references to the game that yeah. fans of the games will understand, but other people won't even know is... Is like a super subtle reference. Is very yeah. Uh, so as a Minecraft player and fan watching that trailer, uh, I was I was just in love. And then, but as a Smash fan watching that, I was like, oh god. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We'll see what happens. Can we um, just acknowledge that uh, when Kirby inhales Steve, he just literally turns into a cube. Yeah, that's really really cool. I like that. Um, so yeah, that's yeah, I'm excited to see that. I I don't think I'm gonna personally play him. He looks really complicated. Um, yeah. so. I'm gonna give him a try at least. Oh, just I'll, to, I'll just try to join him. in on the meme. But. Exactly, I'll try him out, but I don't have high hopes for myself to. <laughs> my my friend Dwayne, who never really buys a DLC, said it might get him to buy yes, this the DLC. <laughs> Wait, uh, he's gonna buy just this one or the fighter pass? <laughs> Probably just this one because he really likes Minecraft. He was actually yeah. talking about how they just added in a cave biome in yeah. the new update. That was a that was a, a meme. Is that in the Smash trailer the? The generation on the cave that they used to reveal Steve that Mario got trapped in, they were people were like, "Smash got a cave update before Minecraft did," and then like <laughs> shortly after they revealed like next Minecraft update is caves. That's really funny. They're adding axolotls. Sure. Do you know what an axolotl is? No. It's like a it's like a little sea creature. Google look up. Axolotl. It's the animal Mudkip was based on. Mud. A X O T O X L. No T L. I typed in AX and it was the first thing that came out that's always listening. Oh, this thing. I've seen this thing. It's really cool. I love these things. They're super cute. Yeah. Um, Cool. All right. I guess we can just roll right into what we've been playing. We've only been doing this for like 20 minutes. So, yeah. Um, Adam, what have you been playing? Uh, The usual stuff. A little bit of League this week. I have not won a single game this week. I feel that. I've had a rough week. Even when we win, we lose. Yeah. It's been rough. 
I had a game that I just won, but I did terrible. <laughs> Although I, I my hand, my play at the end single handedly, mostly one and a half handedly won us the game. So, I, I, me personally, I've been doing okay, but it's usually just an issue of like the other team has better engage or more CC or something like that. Yeah, like their their comp is just better. Like we, I playing my friend Dwayne last night. The Rock Johnson, sure, but we literally couldn't win the game because we couldn't last long enough in like the final siege. Like we just couldn't get in yeah. there and survive. Yeah, that'll happen. But yeah, so on top of that, um, not much else. I have been playing. This is new. Uh, with three friends, we're running through uh, Divinity: Original Sin Two as a group. Oh. I've heard good things. Yeah, about I, I've yeah. heard uh, amazing things about that game. It's like pinnacle CRPG from what I've heard. It is hard. Yeah. I have died like three times. <laughs> is that a lot? You For re- this game, maybe not. Do you re-roll a character if you die? We've had resurrection scrolls, so I don't know. Okay. Yeah, I'm not sure how <laughs> So far, they brought me back each time, but it, it is a very interesting game. And so far, it's really fun. We've only been able to play twice because we're trying to just pick a time each week where we get together and play it. Because mm-hmm. you can play it single-player, but you can also, because you get a team of four, so but you can also run through it with the same group of people. That's what we're trying to do. We're trying to beat this game as a group together. Yeah. So we all kind of like made our own characters. We picked out our classes. But you, know, you start off super weak in that game. And a lot of the enemies you can even fight in the main like first level are stronger than you by a lot. Hmm. So like it, it's been interesting. Like I started off as a, a battle mage thinking oh, I'm going to be a frontline fighter. Yeah, it doesn't really work that well when you don't have armor. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 you probably have to like like you said level up and get equipment and you stuff. Know, yeah, like I ended up buying some scrolls that gave me some long range because that's another problem I had like all my companions are have some long range abilities. I'm sitting there with like two axes like all right, as soon as I get there, you guys are dead. <laughs> <laughs> so so then I had to uh I just picked up some range so I could be a little more useful in the first couple rounds if they started far away from me. Solid. But so far it's pretty funny. It's like D&D but in uh in video game form because everything is it's also turn-based ordering. Yeah. So it's pretty fun. So probably have more updates on that as we get more into the story. I think we're almost getting out of like the first area. Okay. So progressing with the story, but it's pretty fun. Cool. Solid. Is there anything else? Uh, a little more of Link's Awakening. Got through the first dungeon than that. Okay. Haven't got haven't gotten around to Oreo out this week. It's been a busy week. Yeah. So hopefully over the weekend, if I get some work done, I can just kind of relax for a little bit. Play some games. Yeah. What about That's you, Derek? Uh. I crossed another game off my Steam backlog. Okay. What do we got? Uh, I finished up um, Warhammer 40K Dawn of War 1, uh-huh. um, and I really liked it. Uh, the story's kind of... is actually like For a game that was made in 2001 and like has in-game cutscenes of your like blocky characters, <laughs> <laughs> like it was pretty interesting. I don't really know much about the, the 40K lore, but it like wasn't too like out of this world to be like like what the fuck i don't know what's going on at all like i kind of got the gist of what happened and uh it like ends kind of on a cliffhanger too which i don't think is really resolved for like another game or two (laughs) but um i'm excited to play i just like a little research i'm excited to play the expansions to it because they let you they kind of expand more on the world and you play as more as the other races which i was like okay cool that's i like this gameplay this art like I like the style of RTS gameplay that it is. So, I when eventually I get to those, I'll um, 
sound like I'll enjoy them. Sweet. Uh, and then the game that I replaced it with was Red Faction. Have you guys ever heard of Red Faction? I have. It sounds vaguely familiar. Yeah. I don't, I don't think I've heard of it. It's uh, the original game came out in 2001, I think, as well. It's the one about Mars, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it's, a, it's basically like the first one of the like first next big shooters that came out after Half-Life. Like it's the same style of game oh. and structure where it's just like you're dropped in and you just play. And you just go through. There's no, like, chapters or levels or whatever. You just go through the game till the end. But the cool thing about it is the entire environment around you is destructible, which I think was pretty cool in 2001. Did you just <laughs> yeah, have yeah. to try not to use the word groundbreaking? Yeah. <laughs> I did try not to use the word groundbreaking. <laughs> Motherfucker. Um, but, yeah, so, you, like, really early in the game, they get, they give you uh, a rocket launcher and uh, C4, and basically, like, the wor- the levels are open, and basically, like, there's little spots where you can tell, like, hey, if I blow a hole right here a couple times, like, I'm going to skip a whole part of the level. Um, so it's, it's pretty cool. It's pretty satisfying to shoot a guy with a rocket launcher and then go over to where his body was and there's just a giant hole (laughs) (laughs) and like you're looking down and there's people like down there because when you're like indoors, yeah, I'm, I've only played it for about like an hour, but I'm like, ah, this is pretty classic first person shooter. Cool. Um, yeah. And then. I played the new Fall Guys update today. Oh, that's oh, right. I gotta be a wizard. Yeah. Oh, is the wizard available right now? No. Uh, the Duchess was available. That was okay. like the. Is first it different per person? One. I don't think so. Uh, I thought it was the same store for everybody, but maybe not. Okay, I'll have to look into it. I gotta be a wizard. If any of you see the wizard costume, text me. <laughs> I Can't guarantee do. you, I will not open Fall Guys <laughs> yeah. again until someone says, "Hey, let's play Fall Guys." I yes. will not open it. Uh, well, the new levels are pretty cool. I played a couple of them. Um, Wall guys. <laughs> that's the name of the <laughs> that's level. One of them, yeah. That's really what. Uh, that's the one where you have to push walls like blocks together to climb up a wall. Oh uh, yeah, the one, one we saw in the trailer. Because cool it's like you're all scrambling to get everything in line, and then you're all scrambling to get up to be the first person over <laughs> the wall. It's uh, like a free for all. Yeah, routines. it's like a race, a race one. Uh, they did add. They have like they added limited time mode or whatever modes. So mm-hmm. for a week, it's all. They have a mode that's all races. Oh, it's okay. uh, no team games, no stuff like God bless. Uh, yeah, like no so. elimination games. It's all just race to the end and move on to the next one. Race to the end. So I played that one for a little bit just to get the new because there's a couple. A couple of the new levels are races or gauntlets or whatever they call them. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, those are my favorite levels in that game. To be honest, I agree. Yeah, they're they're definitely the most satisfying I think to play. Yeah. Um, and then what else have I been playing? I have been playing a lot of Hades. Dude. It's so good. <laughs> I'm addicted. Andrew's got a smirk. Did, have you done it? No, I'm just... You son of a bitch! <laughs> hey. <sighs> yeah, I, I'm thinking about it all day, every day. And I'm just like, <laughs> oh, I want to try this weapon. With Like my most recent uh, mind explosion was, what if I use the rail gun? With Dionys- Dionysus, Dionysus, Dionysus's uh, p- uh, drunken status, Yo, yeah, it's because you can apply it so quickly and it stacks up to five, yeah. And then you just build up your DOT with that, and oh, I got uh, a hammer upgrade to it, so it's a becomes a three round burst weapon, but you don't have to reload. Oh, uh, and I was just like, it's so good. Oh, I loved it. My longest run until today was with the railgun. It was the first run I ever got with the railgun, and I got like the yeah, I got the poison, and then I got did my I think my Y the the bomb, 
uh, applied doom, and then I got an upgrade for the that that bomb that like did even more. And I was just you just like run around, and I wasn't even using the main gun part. I was just you're just, just using shooting the people. For, yeah, I was yeah, because it can go so far, and it was so satisfying. I think I got all the way to the third boss, and by by that point, I like wasn't good enough at the game to yeah, like to beat him. get past. I've, uh, him. I've beaten the third boss one time, and I've gotten to the final boss I, on that run. So I got to the final boss. Did you today? today yeah. Did and you beat him? I should have beat him, and I like I had full health for ninety percent of the fight, and then I got him down to basically like his the la- his last phase, his last third of health, and I just like couldn't. I was no longer. I had uh one of the Athenas where. Your dash does deflect. That so, is the best ability in the entire game. Yeah. I've been starting out with the owl charm to make sure that you I get, get that, that at the beginning yeah. of every run because it's so good. Once, yeah, once I got that and like the timing of just deflecting, it you just can take chunks out of that's, enemies. That's the best way to beat the. Uh, so there's the Minotaur and then the other guy, Theosis or whatever his name is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's the best way to beat him is just wait for him to shoot an arrow and deflect yeah, it back and deflect by his dashing. Spears, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So I had like I did a, I did a spear run. And I had a bunch of great upgrades to the spear. I was doing poison damage. I was doing doom. I was like deflecting. It was all great. And then I just died in like four seconds. I was like, whoa! <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> like nuts. how? Yeah, he's so strong. Yeah. Uh, but, so uh, have I, you gotten the ability? So the fir- when I used the Titan Blood to yeah. change the aspects, I didn't understand how it worked. I thought it like added those things to the weapon but they're different they're fully different categories so like you have to choose one so i didn't know that and i'm a little bit bummed because a lot of them i just upgraded the aspect of zagreus on them instead of unlocking better ones and i haven't gotten any new titan blood i don't know how you're supposed to get new titan blood once you've beaten the first level with every weapon i I think it's not until you beat the game that's what i think too which i'm a little bit sad about but anyways uh well beat the game yeah (laughs) uh beat the final boss for the first time yeah um but uh, one of the things that I did unlock was the spear upgrade or the, the stance where when you throw the spear, if you hit the button again, instead of pulling it to you, you dash to it oh. and you, it buffs you up. Okay. It's so cool. It's I really good. got the one where uh, it's, I think it's the second one. Mm-hmm. It's where when you throw, no, you throw the spear or maybe it wasn't the spear. Oh, I got the second bow. And it's when you hit, when you the second bow, when you hit someone with an arrow, your uh, special move instead of being a volley, of, yeah, doesn't they it all, all tracks? Yeah, I want to get that, that one. You eventually get an upgrade that gives you four more arrows to that tracking, and it's just insane. Yeah, I, I wanted to unlock that. So I wish I understood how that system worked before yeah. I spent all my time. You blood. you can get more from the wandering the, the shop the, guy. The shop guy sometimes he does. But like I have some. I have one ambrosia, and I would have to get rid of it to get like, so yeah, one titan blood. That's a, I. I, I was like, I don't it. know what this does yet. Yeah, I just did it. Oh, you did it? You committed yeah. to it? I don't know what the Ambrosia's for yet. So I figured I'm going to get more Ambrosia anyway when I beat it yeah. with the other weapons. So <sighs> That game's so good. It's really, really, I'm really good. I'm addicted to it. I can't stop thinking <laughs> about it. I can't stop playing it. Like with Slay the Spire and um, Dead Cells, I, I would just go through my runs and kind of do my own thing, and then I enjoyed it a lot. But with this, I'm i'm doing research and watching videos on builds and yeah. stuff and like i'm getting so into it into a level i haven't gotten into a roguelike ever uh, <sighs> yeah i really addicted. i really like doing crit builds with with the bow yeah, now that fun. i have that thing because you can just you can get just critical hits on every single arrow and it just demolishes enemies yeah 
Oh, it's so much fun. Uh, Andrew, you should play Hades. Yeah. <laughs> Adam, you should play Hades. I will eventually. It's, it's, um, I think it's going to be one of my next purchases. <laughs> so like, I want to play the games I have right see, now. The level that you say you're getting into it is the level that I already was on with Binding of Isaac. A yeah. While yeah. So it's like after being so invested in one roguelike for a long time and now after seeing that that's getting another update and I'm like, okay, well, there's no effing way I'm ever going to do even come close to completing this game. I am just there's a level of apprehension I have with getting into newer roguelikes. It's so effortless to get into it though because the story is so intriguing. And yeah. every time you die, you get new story stuff and characters are talking to you. Like uh did you unlock the court just uh musician yet? Yeah. Uh, uh fuck, I can't remember his name. It begins with an O, right? Orpheus. Orpheus. Yeah. And like talking about his muse, have you done all that yet? Uh no, I haven't like triggered the whatever hit like Whatever you need to do for him to like talk to you about it to like go then you go visit her again right yeah and stuff happens it's so cool because yeah. I'm like I'm five or no like ten plus runs in after unlocking it and having him in the house of Hades and now he's like new story stuff it's so yeah. cool it's so easy to just to get lost in it because the story is interesting and pushing you forward and then you just get lost in the gameplay mechanics because they're so solid yeah well I'll get it eventually I sure hope so before the end of the year I will try my best to do it by the end of the year. <laughs> and hey, even like it's not like January first we're gonna be like okay this is our game of the year like we're gonna have a little bit of time so going into bit. January like, I have some extra time to play January first I'm thinking game like first or second mm-hmm. episode in January is gonna be game of the year talk so that's Are the plan sure? that's the plan what, what if like a few bangers come out on December nineteenth they won't <laughs> they never do <laughs> what if you get what maybe if? maybe one good game in December maybe so. Uh, if if a great game comes out past December fifteenth, we'll give a little extra time for people to play <laughs> it. But I don't think that's gonna happen. Okay. Um, all right. What if Hollow Knight Silk Slime drops on December thirty first? <laughs> game of the year. Um, all right, Derek. Anything else you've been playing? Uh, I don't think so. Because uh, every time I go to play a game, I just end up playing Hades. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. <laughs> All right, uh, I'm gonna go before you because I only really have one thing besides Hades. Okay. Andrew, I got star wars squadron oh you did oh, yeah i saw you playing that. and i spent two hours getting the vr to work with my <laughs> oculus quest <laughs> oh, motherfucker i got it to work i had to update drivers i had to update my headset which you can't do unless the battery is above 50 percent uh it's so many loops and things i think there were times where i had it working but i didn't think it was working because when you first open it yeah it's a screen in front of you I'm like, this doesn't work. I'm not surrounded by everything, but I waited. I kind of sat in that long enough and was looking at settings before it just kind of all of a sudden went popped around me. And I was like, oh, wait, now I'm in VR. Okay, cool. (laughs) Um, I played the first two missions and it's pretty cool. Uh, It's not blowing my balls off. I think the controls are going to take a little bit to get used to. And I don't know if it's my PC. It's probably a combination of my PC specs and the fact that it's the Quest 1 using the Oculus Link and not the Quest 2. But they were like, some like frame stutters which is a little bit jarring in vr yeah um (laughs) and i was towards the end of the second mission and it was like a big dog fight thing and i was doing loop-de-loops and shit in space and it was really really cool uh the audio is just it's cool star wars audio and you're just immersed in it yeah Uh, but i was getting a little bit like nauseous from it and i was like okay let me just beat this mission and then I'm going to stop playing. And I played for another 30 seconds. Like, okay, no, I need to stop now. <laughs> um, it made me pretty nauseous, but I'm probably going to chip away. I think there's only like 10 missions or something. in it. It's not huge. Yeah, it's uh, not, the multiplayer is apparently long. really fun, but um, 
yeah, it's really cool. Um, being in a TIE fighter and X-Wing cockpits is really, really cool. The, the X-Wing is way better because in an X-Wing, you have the glass panels kind of above yeah, you. So there you. were times where I was looking up and around like <laughs> this uh, and like looking at things behind me while I was spinning. It was really fucking cool. But in a TIE fighter, there's just one big glass circle directly in front of you. So you can't see what's around you unless you're fully turning the ship. Um, so they have their ups and downs. But yeah, it's, it was really cool and fun. Uh, made me nauseous a little bit, but I enjoy it. I'm going to play it a little bit more. If any of you want to try it out, uh, I'll gladly let you do that because obviously VR isn't super accessible yeah. still. Um, I was really mad at first because I, what was it? It was Tuesday night. I spent an hour and a half trying to get it to work and I just couldn't. And I, I had to give up because I was like, I'm, I got to go to bed. I yeah. can't keep fiddling with this. And I was like, I just wasted 40 bucks. I was going to play the game anyway still, but it's like, I, I bought it specifically so I could play it in VR. And then another hour later or so, uh, the next day and i was like okay i finally got it working so i was happy about that Sweet. but yeah it's pretty cool um Sweet. i don't know if it's worth playing outside of vr i need to play more to determine that but yeah i heard uh, that either you have to have vr to really get it or you need to have uh, a hotas yeah or like a flight stick too yeah. Yeah. yeah it would be cool if i had a flight stick especially in the x-wing because it's weird because the person's arms are doing things and I'm yeah, sitting there with like, an Xbox controller <laughs> and their arms are like beep, boop, 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 pushing buttons and levers and stuff. And I'm just like, okay, cool. Uh, so, if, But in the X-Wing, he has a flight stick in the middle between their legs. Yeah. So that would be cool. But that's the, the, the TIE Fighter. Go, buy, a, buy a full life-scale uh, TIE Fighter replica <laughs> controller <laughs> and then put that in the basement and play like that. And I would need to upgrade my PC and my headset at that point because... Yeah, just... Spend your life savings on Spend all game. your life savings it's on it. Not a bad idea. I know. Full Star Wars experience. I already spent my life savings on a PS5 and potentially an Xbox. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of uh, like podcasting equipment. We're doing pretty okay here. Um, all right. That's all I got. What have you been playing on your week off from work, Andrew? He's busting out his phone. He's got yeah. a list. I don't have a list. I just have notes. Oh, he's got so notes. He's got notes. around like an idiot. All right. Are your notes in a list? Technically. <laughs> <laughs> um... Yeah, so I didn't. Uh, I didn't play like you know a lot of games, but oh, I right. played a lot of of the games you games did, play. I did play. Yeah, so uh, I've been playing a lot of Dark Souls uh, still, nice because that game is so easy to get lost in. Uh, I've been progressing pretty handily. Um, I think my st- I think I I'm, think I'm too powerful. <laughs> I'm just like I'm like reading like tips and yeah. and, and, and and like guides uh, on on how to you know handle certain bosses and like strategies that i could uh employ and then they're like try and do this and then make sure you use this opportunity to do a bunch of damage because you're not going to get many and i use and i just do a shit ton of damage yeah and just win so like i just fought um ornstein and smile oh yeah and i i won i get him one try because i just i do uh, so much damage i have uh i got havel's armor which currently is the best armor for me in the game but uh at first it was way too heavy uh, so now, so then I did, but then I equipped the ring to boost my, you boost uh, your, uh, my load yep. so I can actually, uh, maneuver in it. Um, and ever, ever since then I'm, I'm, I'm just untouchable. Like things don't do damage to me and I do way too much damage. Yeah. To them. You just do a ton of damage. Uh, so it, it's definitely one of those games that it's really easy to, if you like, just look up a couple things, figure out, okay, if I just have these things, the, the game gets a lot more manageable. Yeah. 
Because it's like, and, and like I said, the first time I played it, I was doing, I was so errantly throwing around yeah. stats and, and, and stuff. Uh, and I didn't really have a focus, but now I I'm, I know what I'm doing. I have like a, I've upgraded my weapons like 10 times. So yeah. now I just, I just do too much damage. I think the very last thing I did was beat Pinwheel. So okay. I'm going into the, I'm in the Tomb of the Giants right now. So I think I'm I'm wrapping I'm getting close to being done. I just have yeah to like yeah do I the, think you get the pretty last close. few bosses, uh, and then I should be done with that. But that game's pretty long, so I've spent like maybe fifteen or twenty hours on it just this week alone. Not bad because uh, that game that game's pretty long. <laughs> the part that gave me the most trouble today was uh platforming section in the. <laughs> trying to get some items yeah so. i was gonna say that doesn't seem like much of a platforming game oh but believe me there are too many <laughs> parts where you need to try and platform <laughs> yeah when the way to jump is to sprint and then press the dodge button yeah uh you know yeah. it's not a platforming game is, is very unforgiving <laughs> uh there's a lot of times where i'm trying to get a bunch of quick hits in and it accidentally kicks instead of swinging my sword <laughs> uh and i don't I, I don't even know what the input is for kicking <laughs> i've never done it intentionally i think that's when the, like an enemy is too close to you or something that really? you kick or uh, yeah there there there's like some kind of like proximity thing i think that like instead of hitting you kick or like to push yeah, them away or no something idea. it's uh, and then, and then, yeah, a lot of times when I try to sprint and I do a back step, uh, and it almost, it's almost killed me a few times <laughs> in sense fortress with all the swinging axes. Yeah. Uh, cause, uh, for Jeff and Adam, for you guys, uh, that sense fortress is an area where there's a lot of narrow bridges, mm -hmm. uh, with a bunch of giant swinging axes that you have to guillotines. dodge through. Uh, not guillotines specifically. They're more like pendulums. I thought those are still called guillotines. I don't think so. Or guillotines the only one that. The ones that come yeah, down and chop ahead. Yeah. I think so. Okay. Uh, yeah, so I've really been enjoying it. I'm very much looking forward to, I think, the future of the game because I really don't know anything about the rest of the series. Yeah. Ah. Um, two, three is three is really good. Yeah. I haven't. Two is the only one. one like I haven't been able to really get into because it's the most. It was developed by a different team. Oh, okay. So there's like some int different. Not a different mechanic. They just do they do some interesting design positions, but two is one of those ones where like people are like, actually, I think we think it's better than than one and three or whatever. Hmm. Um, well, I'll see when I get there. Yeah, I I'm definitely going to jump. I was, ten, I started the game and played the game for a little bit, and then I paused it and played Hades instead. <laughs> yeah, but I am definitely going uh, this next week going to try to get. Get at back, play the game. I'm gonna play Dark Souls. <laughs> <laughs> Again, well, you've beaten it, right? Uh, I haven't beaten the first one. Oh, really? Uh, I've gotten pretty far. I don't think I've ever made it to Pinwheel, but I have. I have beaten Ornstein and Smo. Um, yeah, I played it on the 360, like oh. way well after it had already come out. But that's like the copy of it I had. Mm. Um, I used it. I was playing. Dante and I were doing a race to see who could beat Dark Souls three the fastest. And like, <laughs> yeah, I remember. Time. Yeah, you have. You <laughs> and have I got stuck, so I was like, "I'm gonna practice by playing Dark Souls one." <laughs> and uh, I still have never beaten Dark Souls three. Yeah, isn't there like dinner <laughs> on the line? And you just yeah. like, never uh, beaten. That's it. happened in two tw two bets now. It also happened with Sekiro, and I still haven't beaten. Sekiro. I was gonna say, don't <laughs> don't you still have like <laughs> ten hours though to beat it? Derek, but, at this rate, I am going to beat all of them before yeah. you. I've beaten Bloodborne twice, and Dante's never beaten Bloodborne, so 
it evens out, I think. Should have made a bet. Should have made a bet. Should have made a bet about Bloodborne. Yeah, but I think even. Above all of that, my favorite part of this game, and it's the same reason that I love Xenoblade, is because the world is like it, it just captures the the sense of world building yeah. by having the world just exist all the time. There's no loading. There's no right, yeah, yeah. Tr- like cut like transitions. There's no. It's kind of like what you said with uh, Red Faction, where it's like you just drop in and you go. Yeah. There's no like. You don't bump out to a menu to select a level yeah, or, exactly. or anything like that. Like and unless you need so to fast travel like, or something, there's no. Yeah, and I just unlocked fast traveling yeah. in, in Dark Souls. You don't get fast traveling until you're 25 hours in. So, <laughs> uh, it's like you go to an area and you look, you turn around to look off a ledge, and you see an area you were just in. Yeah, and it's, it's it's so cool, and you're just like, oh, that's that's how this connects, and like everything makes sense, and it's. It's really cool. Yeah, it's one of those few games where like everything you see is almost a place where you can go. Yeah, and obviously no game will ever even get close to what Breath of the Wild has done in that sense, but mm-hmm. it's still still really cool. It's cool. Uh, so I've been enjoying that, and then the other only other big game I played this week was Crash Four. Ah, oh, yes. how is it, Derek? You didn't play any Crash Four? I haven't bought it yet. Mm. Yeah, I uh, I finished it. Oh wow. Uh, well, it's not a super long game. Mm. Once you get down to it, there's only like. 30 or so levels. Okay. Uh, there, it's broken up a little more than the earlier games because they try and hit as many of like the themed time yeah. periods as possible. Uh, but it was really good. It was a really solid platformer. It's really, it's easily the best Crash game. Uh, I don't think you would like it, Jeff. Okay, then I will not play All right. it. Uh, I was, I saw, I forgot what I was watching. I was watching something about Crash 4, and I saw a scene where he was running at the screen, jumping over pits. I was yeah. like, oh, I don't know about that one. Well, I mean, obviously, that's a classic Crash yes. level design thing, uh, and I still think it's really cool. Uh, but it's not like it's in every level. It's it's only there a handful of times. Yeah. Uh, but the coolest thing about this Crash game is that the way that they approach their level design is instead of having the running towards the screen be one level it's a part of a level so instead of all of these different game mechanics and aspects of level design just being gimmicks and being one-off levels they are uh more uh integrated yeah they're more integrated smaller parts of a a wholeer level so it's not like only the dinosaur levels you run away from something there's it's like mixed in oh cool okay so it's like you'll start off the level and it'll be regular platforming and then it'll turn into a grinding section and then and then it'll be more platforming but at this time it'll be left to right and then it'll be uh running towards the screen section okay cool it's really cool and then all the masks too none nothing feels gimmicky in this game which is great uh, the masks are really cool. They add a lot to the level yeah. design. It's really creative at times. And specifically, there's, uh, and coincidentally, the part that made me the most frustrated uh, was in the later levels of the game, uh, it is kind of rapid firing all four masks uh, at you uh-huh. at once because most of the time the masks only serve as c- c- sort of larger sections that incorporate the one mask. Yeah, but the last it's levels. Power use all four in in like their own like singular singular sections uh and so you're just like getting a mask using its power and then getting another mask instantly and <sighs> it's hard but super cool yeah when it's like you finally execute everything yeah yeah, yeah. so like there was one part i probably died 50 times on <laughs> uh but uh but it was still really cool like the level design in this game's great it's yeah. such a clear love letter to crash fans and this game is so self-aware it's amazing that's awesome there's like several times where they just poke nods at themselves where I think one of the dialogues 
uh, in the cutscenes is like, how many times have you defeated Cortex anyway? And Coco just goes, three. And he's like, <laughs> he's like really? Feels like more. That's really good. <laughs> yeah. And then at the in the credits, there's like this infomercial voiceover sped up thing that's just going. And it's like a minute or two minutes long. And one of the things that he says is... The events of this game are 100% canonical, unless, of course, you didn't like them, in which case it was all a dream. <laughs> and I love it. Yeah, yeah. I've always loved the just the feel of Crash, because you know it's not trying to take itself too seriously. Yeah. Like, a lot of games like it will. And this game exemplifies that. See, that's that's awesome. Like, if it comes on the Switch, I'm probably going to pick it up, just because it's been a long time since i played, like, yeah. like, a Crash game. I played a lot of the spinoffs, but not, like, a classic Crash Bandicoot experience. Yeah. This is also the most fleshed-out Crash game. Uh, there are so many gems to get because you have each each level has six gems that you can get. Oh wow! Uh, there are three gems that you can get for collecting a certain amount of Wumpa fruit, uh, and then you have one gem you can get for by dying three or less times, one hidden gem in each level, and yeah. one gem for getting all the crates. Okay. Uh, and so I think that, and then there's also that, but for all of the inverted levels. And oh, there's an okay. inverted version of every single level in oh, the game. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Wow. Uh, and so basically the point for getting those is to unlock skins. Uh, and so it's like you have to collect a certain amount of gems on a yeah. particular level to get a skin. Uh, and sometimes it's six. So you can just get them by doing all of the ones in the main level. But sometimes it's like eight, nine, ten. So you have to do both in okay. order to even get the skin. And I think that anyone who tries to 100% this game is a crazy person. <laughs> like, There's going to be someone who does it. I swear to God, every single level, I was being as thorough as possible. I was going through, like, checking behind corners, checking, like, yeah. potential, like, raised boxes that were out of the, the field of view. And by the end of the level, I was still missing 20. And I'm like, what is happening? So, like, I the only level I got all of the boxes on were the first two. Uh, and so I only unlocked like two skins, and I will not at all be attempting to go back and do the rest of them. <laughs> I uh, so by finishing the game, I mean I got you rolled credits. I you got to the credits, end of every yeah. level. Yeah, I can't. I hopefully will pick it up soon and start playing it. Yeah. Uh, uh, the the burning question on everyone's mind is playing as Dingo Dial cool? Oh, it's so, oh, I forgot about the other characters. Yeah, the other characters are great. They also uh, add their own aspects of level design they all feel unique and different it's cool crash and coco are obviously the two just like interchangeable yeah. things but yeah. like dingo dials levels are cool uh cortex's levels are cool you can play as tana so wait they have their own individual levels that you can't play as the other characters in do they have character specific levels yes oh okay and cool. the way it works essentially is they're almost levels that exist in tandem to the main story levels okay. and since it's like this game about time travel and multiverse stuff like tana the character comes from a universe where crash and coco are dead huh so and they like and they're so they're like that's surprisingly dark yeah and <laughs> crash and Co coco's like what happened to us in that universe what do we die and tana's like ah. <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> yeah it's it's great so so that level will exist kind of alongside and Sometimes when you're playing through a level as Crash, there'll be a little exclamation mark that'll appear above your head when an event happens, like, kind of midway through the level. And then you later play the level as Tana or Dingo Dial or something, and you'll get to the end of their section of that level, and you'll see that whatever they did has impacted the, that level that you had played earlier, and then you play out the rest of the level as Crash. Oh, cool. that's kind of cool. Yeah, okay. it is really cool. Awesome. 
so i loved i loved that aspect of it they all have their own things and you can it's cool to see how the you know their individual stories interweave with the main story mm. uh it's it's really cool cool solid stuff uh, and that's pretty much the only games I played this week. I played Super Mario RPG, but I'm not allowed to talk about that yet. So. Uh, every time I thought about starting it, I just played Hades instead. <laughs> <laughs> I did forget one. I finished Super Mario 64. Oh, oh. okay. Um, I uh, not unlike Jeff, I do not regret my purchase. Um, <laughs> but I did start Mario Sunshine. And that looks, I wish they had done to Mario 64 what they did to Sunshine, because having it in full screen, you know, not, uh, what is it, 16.9 instead of 4.3, it's like touched up, it looks it looks great, it feels great, it plays great. The only thing I am noticing, and I'm wondering if it's just because I've learned of the concept that I'm starting to notice the lack of it, but there's no, like, coyote time in Mario Sunshine. What is coyote time? So you talk about this with Celeste, where... Uh, or maybe you haven't talked about it. Maybe it's something I watched with the developers of Celeste, but it's in Crash, too. And it's this idea that as you fall, as you step off of a ledge, there's coyote time where you can still jump even though you are off of the ledge. Oh, yeah, ledge and, jumping. Yeah, and so it's... I, I, get the, it, I get the analogy. Yeah. I don't get the analogy. Wily Coyote? I guess in the, oh. game, the, the game industry, it's referred to as coyote time because mm. I've heard about it talked in both Celeste and videos of, yeah. of Crash. Um, like from the developers and stuff, but it just makes it feel smoother. Yeah, so I, I'm noticing that might not have existed when they made Mario, or like was not used in Mario Sunshine, because like every time I feel like I go, to, I miss a jump, I'm like, wait, I was still on the edge, like, and there, so there should have been like that split second where I still could have jumped, yeah, but I couldn't jump, and the non, the levels in Mario Six or Sunshine where you lose your. Uh, Oh, flood. you lose flood. flood. Those are and the worst. It's the acapella version the of the Mario theme. Mm-hmm. I love hate those those levels so much because I love the platforming you get to do in them. But also, when you die and you keep hearing that stupid acapella version <laughs> of Mario, like, stupid. It, no, it's incredible. <laughs> and then you hear it for the fifteenth time, and you're like, do 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 do. Like, god damn it. Uh, yeah. So I'm gonna dive into that. I'm excited to get to Galaxy. I'll probably finish finish this one pretty quick because I played it so many times that I know how to get almost all the <laughs> shine sprites pretty quickly. But you'll probably play Hades instead. Well, I'll still play Hades. Hades is so good. All right, uh, let's take a break, and then we'll come back and we'll talk about our rating system. Okay, we are back, and we are going to discuss the Game Shark's official video game rating system. So, up until this point. Uh, Sharkometer. <laughs> All right. First thing is, we're not calling it the Sharkometer. Uh, up until this point, we've just been using. I second the Sharkometer. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for listening. <laughs> um, so, up until this point, we've only been using uh, the IGN kind of standard scale. I feel like a lot of people go based off of this it's scale. It's just so well encompassing. It is. Uh, IGN uh, has been around for a very, very long time, so it, they're kind of like the staple for um, the the review system. They've they're been definitely doing the it. most mainstream, I would yeah, say. Yeah, I would say for sure. So it's the most understood out of all of Understood? the ones. Understood? 
understand it uh, out of all the ones out there. So I want to quickly go through what theirs are. They recently eliminated and decimals, so they're just whole numbers at this point. Uh, yeah, and I want to. What the fuck is the difference between a nine point one and a nine point three? Yeah, uh, exactly. Uh, so I want to go through their system and just like one what has less water. What <laughs> <laughs> what each number I represents. Look over and Derek is just <laughs> waiting to bust that one out. Uh, do you want to start at one or ten? I start at one. Like, what is a truly bad game? Okay, so it for goes down one to one. Like, yeah. <laughs> Which I think is uh, is part of my problem right, with this right. system. But a one they have classified as unbearable. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, like the game unplayable. company should owe you money for buying Yeah. It. So in my mind, a one would be like broken. Like you can't actually play this game. Do <laughs> so they have six. I wish we had like examples. They do. They oh, have three they examples with each one. Perfect. Oh. Their examples are Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, Step Up, and Self-Defense Training Camp. All games you're never going to hear of because they're, they're ones. They're ones. <laughs> never heard of them. Cool. Okay. Perfect. Um, all right. Two is Painful. Including The Calling 2, Fast and Furious Showdown, Quantum Theory, and Fighter Within. Okay, so yeah, I want to say I watched reviews of, or stuff about Fast and Furious Showdown, and it did look painful. Yeah. And I've heard really bad things about The Calling 2. So. I have also heard bad things about yeah. The Calling 2. Um, so yeah, painful. See, my thing is like, painful and unbearable could be pretty interchangeable. Right, right. Like one through three are like is, pretty yeah. much the same. Three the, is awful. Um, three is awful. Four, four is bad, right? Yeah. So, so why are one through four even even different things? Yeah. Like if a game is bad, it's bad. Like the level of bad shouldn't matter. I get. I guess down there it might get to like one is like you won't even be able to play this game because it's so bad. And two is you might like have a snippet of fun, but it's going to be hidden by how bad this is. You know, like maybe it's like you have yeah. a little bit more fun the higher. I don't know. Yeah. Uh. So the 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 examples for awful are Devil's Third, Raven's Cry, Left Alive, and Fighters Uncaged. Again, all stuff I've uh, never heard of. Devil's I've heard Third. Of Devil Third. I've heard it. that was like I a did. big. That was a like a big anticipated game because it who wasn't was, a Wii U, right? Yeah, uh, some guy was doing it. Some famous some Japanese guy. Uh, guy, and then it was bad. It wasn't. Uh, no, it wasn't. It was awful. <laughs> it was awful. Sorry, awful. <laughs> now, why don't you explain to us what bad is actually? Uh, so bad is for there. So they have little blurbs about yeah. what each thing is. So for them, for bad is for one reason or another, these games made us wish we'd never played them. Even if there is good, there's a good idea or two in there somewhere. They're buried under so many bad ones and poor execution that simply we simply can't remember. Recommend you waste your time on it. Right. So like okay. now we're getting into the realm of like. Good idea, bad execution. Yeah, kind of. Like so they got WWE 2K20, The Legend of Korra, Aliens, Colonial oh, Marines, Medal of Honor, Warfighter. Games I've actually heard of. Um, five is Mediocre. Examples include Crackdown 3, Beyond Eyes, Fallout 76, and Moons of Madness. Thank you, Fallout 76 of 5. Yep. Yeah, it deserves that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I guess I can go back and read the little blurbs for each of them. Uh, one unbearable. The silver lining of these dark clouds is that they're o- they're often so poorly made that they crap up after a certain point if they even worked at all. So we were spared from any permanent effects of that playing the game. This terrible might have on your brain. Um, painful. Let's face it. Anything worse than bad is a train wreck. Worse than awful. That's kind of impressive. Not so only are these games not fun, but they're often in infuriating and insulting so they're in a way admitting that like having something past awful almost is redundant yeah 
Um, awful. You're welcome. We just saved you from making a terrible mistake from buying a, this type of game. Um, so six is okay, including Wolfenstein Young, Blood Mario Party 10, uh, Medieval, Assassin's Creed Chronicles China? Never heard of that. In my opinion, the original Assassin's Creed. Uh, seven, good. FIFA 20, Yoshi's Crafted World, Far Cry, New Dawn, World War Z. Great is eight. And you know they did that solely because it rhymes. Mm -hmm. uh, the Outer Worlds, The Division 2, Kingdom Hearts 3 is not a great video game. <laughs> uh, and Greedfall. You can tell with IGN, sometimes they cherry pick their reviewers so that like, yeah, I sometimes there's a little bias. I think Jonathan Dornbush. Jonathan Dornbush reviews almost everything PlayStation related. Yeah, I think he did Kingdom Hearts. And he is a big Kingdom Hearts fan. Yeah. Um, I was a big Kingdom Hearts fan, but I finally saw past the, the smoke and mirrors. <laughs> Your nostalgia boner. Waned. It, it flas <laughs> It lasted longer than four hours. Um, nine is amazing, including <laughs> games of Resident Evil 2. I'm pretty sure the remake. Um, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, Forza Horizon 4, Batman Arkham Knight, and then 10 being Masterpiece, God of War, The Last of Us, Breath of the Wild, Grand Theft Auto 5. All those deserve that, I think. Uh, I'm not a big Grand Theft Auto fan, but I can't, I can't appropriately judge those games because I inherently dislike them as a concept. But... That is the IGN scale, and that's kind of what we've been going off of so far. And I want us to kind of kind of come together and create our own scale because I think we all kind of in our agreeance that I feel like four through one is redundant and like almost it, don't need to be separate things. Yeah. yeah if a game is bad, it's bad. Yeah. Um. So I don't know how you guys feel, but I'm kind of a fan of the five star rating that m tends to be with movies. Yeah. Um, because I feel like in that scenario, you can consolidate, uh, and based on this scale, a four through one all into one star. So it's like, don't play this game. Basically, one through four is don't play this for any reason. Just don't. You know. Yeah. And that's kind of how I feel about. Yeah. So, uh, what are your thoughts on going over to uh like a five star system, or it doesn't necessarily I'm, have to be stars. I mean, it's definitely not gonna be sharks. Bites. <laughs> both camps i think okay because i like you say and like i've said the one through four doesn't need to exist uh um and it would make a little more sense for us to do a smaller scale to more accurately or maybe like i feel like more generalize uh yeah just the quality because um because like i like we said you know if it's one through four it's just bad um so but on the other hand the general quality of games nowadays in in particular the games that we are going to be talking about because like you said we've never heard of any of those games that were even in one through mm -hmm. three so it's like there's no almost no chance that we're even going to play them in the first place so for the games that we will be playing and talking about the general quality of those games is going to already be set at like six at the bar minimum. Yeah. Um, Steve, uh, Evie Miller of the Game Sharks podcast, uh, he had talked to us about how Wait. he's confused how I had talked. What? Did you, did you said Steve Miller of the Game Sharks I said podcast? No, Steve Emailer of e the Game Sharks. Oh, Emailer. Okay. <laughs> um, he, uh, he's kind of confused because when we were crap talking the messenger and then we ended up giving it a seven, he's like, you guys didn't like it that much. Why did you give it a seven? And it's like, well, it was still a, a good video game, but it like we didn't like it. And like I think that's part of the problem is that seven is the average, not five. Yeah. Um. And it's people, like, 
nowadays we expect games to be good so anything that's not a masterpiece anything that's not a nine or a ten in our eyes is disappointing disappointing. and that's another thing that i want to try to get away from i'm afraid that like i don't want to like the the high end of the scale is like if it's not a nine or a ten like you said that is a a disappointment even if a game is an eight or seven which by their standard is a good video game or a great video Mm -hmm. game Whereas Those are definitely games that are worth playing. You will enjoy playing that game. Whereas I feel like you can be anywhere from a three to a five on the five uh, star scale, and that still constitutes a good video game that's worth playing. It's when you get into the twos there, it's like, okay, this is meant for specific people, and then you get to ones where it's like, okay, don't play this no matter who you are. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I I definitely I I see that like if the game is an eight or below, like an eight or a seven or a six, it's like. You have to be a fan of this series or this style of game or, the, you know, like really, really want to know the end of the story or something to like, you know, want to yeah. buy this. Whereas yeah. nine or ten, it's like even if you're not that in, like into this, this is a really, really good game and it might change your mind. Mm. Yeah. Like, for example, Cyberpunk, you know, I'm still on the fence about it a little bit. Like, I'm probably going to end up getting it just for eventually <laughs> for the whole thing. But like if that game winds up to release and then it gets a seven or an eight, I won't get it. Yeah. Just. I, I'm yeah, too much like build up. Not even I won't even lie about that. Like with the amount of expectation that that game has, and the amount of preconception that everybody has about how good they think it could be, it's if it ends up being anything less than that, then it's just a disappointment, and that's dumb, and it shouldn't happen. Yeah. And yeah. and to me too, a seven or an eight would imply it's a good game. It just doesn't do anything groundbreaking, and yeah. like. That would be enough for me to still play it. I'm really, you know, like, I'm into that style of game. And, like, if you get sevens and eights, it's a little disappointing because it's been hyped up so much. But I'm still going to play it because I like games of that style. But, to make, yeah, it makes sense that you would be like, no, like, I don't need to play that. Like, it's not going to be this groundbreaking game experience mm-hmm. for me. Like, I have other games that I know I'll like that I want to play. Exactly. Uh, sorry, it's just, it's similar to like Crash. Like I said last week, it's, yeah. unless you come tell me that Crash is going to be a game of the year contender, I'm not going to play it. Even if it's a great game or yeah. a very good game, it's yeah. not my style of game. So Crash it kind of falls under exactly what you're just I'd saying. I'd give Crash 4 and 8 out of 10. Yeah. Go ahead, Adam. Yeah, because st- I think we're getting to the point where we're not going to be seeing like not every game is going to be like Derek says groundbreaking, but you can still appreciate that that is a well-crafted game. Even on a different note, a game can be very well-crafted, like, like with The Messenger, it can be very well-crafted, very well-executed, but just... You know, maybe not for us. You know. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, I'm yeah. I'm kind of on board with this whole five star thing because, like we said, we can kind of. It kind of sounds like we're in kind of an agreement. Like the four through one on the IGN scale will be like our one. Yeah, you can consolidate that all into. A so what would what would our like five be? Is so, that gonna be like nine and ten? So here's the here's what I was thinking. So with, I think the first thing we need to do is completely if jet get like. We can't compare our rating system to this rating system. Correct. So I want to. So if we are all in agreement of one through five, I want to define what each of those is. Okay. Sorry. Agreement. I don't think. If we are all in agreement, is that not the word? I don't know what you said. You said agreeance. Yeah, I think you said agreeance. Did I say agreeance? Yeah. (laughs) Check the tape. Agreeance. Agreement. I don't know. (laughs) I think agreeance is a word. Is it? I don't know. Google agreeance. Yeah, agreeance is a word. Is it? It sounds so weird. It means we all agree, and then we no, come to an agreement. Uncountable, obsolete, a state where two parties share a view or opinion. Agreement. I am in agreeance with you. It's a word. Okay. This I, is okay. this is like 
So I've been served. At work uh, <laughs> one time. You just, just pull out the Scrabble rules on you. We have this device that you is meant to, you throw asphalt in it and you throw a dissolvent yeah. in it and it spins super fast. And I was like, oh, oh it's yeah. using centrifugal force. And you're like, centrifugal force? I thought it was centrifugal force. And I was like, you're an idiot. Turns, yeah. turns out they're both real. They just mean the opposite. <laughs> <laughs> we just blew each other's minds because yeah. we didn't know that the other one existed. <laughs> you just cool. only knew that one and you knew I you only both knew that the different one existed. Yeah. Yeah. You were both simultaneously wrong and right. Uh, I think true. I think I was correct in that instance because it was sticking to the outside. And that I have is no centrifugal. Idea, They're both right? circular. Yeah, outside is centrifugal. Inside is They're centrifugal. They're both round. <laughs> Anyways, Phys- so physicist says Jeff was right. Yes. Uh, so I think we are all in agreement. Uh, so we, are we good with doing a one through five? As yeah, po- yeah, I think it'll like, work. Yeah, I mean, cutting it also in at the end of the day, Jeff, it's your podcast, so you, you can do whatever you want. But we are. This is a collective here. I may. I know that. I may run the show, but I want to make sure that we're all on the same page about it and in agreement with it. Yeah. yeah. I said. Yeah. I said agreement. I know. Yeah. I know. <laughs> I hate. It's a word. You got me. Um. Okay. So I think Derek is very much in the right mindset where we need to not worry about any other ones that exist. We are going to define our five stars, sharks. Uh, whatever we're gonna end up calling them, that mm-hmm. that's kind of a I don't know if we'll decide that's that. A, that's that's a five shark game, baby. Um, <laughs> it's a game. Okay. Um. All right. Let's start with one one star then. Okay. Shark rank. What? Shark rank. Instead of the shark tank. <laughs> oh my god, we did it. What do we want to define our one star as? Bad. Bad. Yeah. I was like, like I said, the like I said, the general quality of of games, especially that we'll be talking about, will be okay to to good like we're not going to be playing many bad games yeah okay i'd say it had like a game that has no redeeming quality like so that would have given marvel's avengers a one okay so here's the yeah so i'm thinking for each one of these we can have a singular word that kind of encompasses it and then a couple like phrases that yeah back up what that is so we want our singular word for one star to be bad minnow minnow no Shut up. <laughs> no shark puns for now. Uh, all right. So th- do we agree that bad is the correct word? I yeah. think for our purposes, yeah, that works. Okay. So bad is one star. Um, so this can mean um, no redeeming qualities. Yeah. Right? That's what you said? No or very little. Very Or very little, yeah. No, none too little. Sorry. I don't need to speak while I'm typing. If it helps you type better, then by all means. I'm expecting you to go make this look pretty anyways. You're the official uh, graphic designer. <laughs> Google, Google Doc <laughs> designer. I don't know about Google, graphic designer. Google Doc designer. My friend um, made the logo. <laughs> I think the, the word unplayable is yeah, also unplayable. applicable here. So I would think... Would you go if the we zero? If a game that was unplayable... Would you give that I'd, zero? Yeah, it would just be like... It doesn't get a rating this but game is much, unplayable but then do we add a zero out of five no it doesn't thing? which is just like, doesn't, it's it's like we can't review it yeah um, okay i like I that. Mean, unreviewable I, but here's the thing i think it would still just fall into the one star category because if our one star is going to encompass just all basically bad, terrible games so does it encompass just like i think don't biggest, play this yeah okay okay all right all right i can see it in that way okay because so. because then my next question is what's the difference then between a one and a two Okay, so to clarify, one star, bad, none to little redeeming qualities, do, don't play this. Yeah. Everyone cool with that? Yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. Two stars. Um, so I, if I was reviewing Control, I would have given it, you two, given stars. it two stars. I would have given The Messenger two stars. 
I probably also would have given the messenger two stars somewhere between maybe three on a good day. But, um, okay. So let's, let's brainstorm some, some words here. Um, average. No, I would say it's more of like, um, three, uh, three, I think should be our solid average. I'm thinking like, okay, but okay is kind of average. Yeah, I, I like the idea of three being obviously the middle ground. Like, this is a, a decent video. So, I'm going to so, write down has has flaws. Yeah. Has serious odd, flaws. But is worth giving a shot. serious flaws. Has flaws. I feel like. I, try it out, but flawed. Like, not for everybody, maybe? Yeah. Worth a try if you're into the genre slash uh, yeah, source like material. Yeah, if you want to play a new Ninja Gaiden game, then play The Messenger. If you're yeah. really into remedy games, then play Control. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, stuff that may not work for everybody, but for the right person can work. I wrote has flaws. Flaws. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so has flaws. Try if into source material or genre. Um, we gotta still think of like a, an all encompassing word here. Decent. Um. Okay, uh, decent is decent. <laughs> um, yes. I wrote sent. Jeez, um, we can always come back to it if we think of something better in the meantime. Yeah, it can be like our our rough draft of it, you know, flushing out the ideas that we can kind of tinker with it later. Okay. Uh, so two star game is decent. Um, playable, maybe. Playable, playable <laughs> is a playable's <laughs> fine. Mm-hmm. I think playable makes it seem like it's too far down. That's yeah. Like playable to me kind of sounds like you can technically play this. Yeah. Like um. at this point, I feel like two stars is like. These are games that are like, like people will play this game. Yeah, like yeah, someone will will like this game somewhere. Yeah. Okay, we can come back to that. Um, but it's not like it's not like it's a so bad it's good game. It's it's like still a good ish game. Yes. Just not on. Just not like. Not, yeah, not universally game. good. I guess maybe. Right. Yeah. Um, I'm also adding the word broken to one star. Oh yeah, broken. broken. Uh, I wanna I wanna put a couple examples of games that we have played, whether it's book club or just games that have come out in twenty twenty for each of them. So for one star you said Avengers, Andrew. Yep. Okay. Um I don't think I have any games I would put under one star that I've played this year. Gears Tactics? No. No. No, that was fine. That's a two for me. Uh it's like it's actually that might even be... That might be the best word. Fine. It's just fine. Yeah, it's fine. Ah. Okay. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's like, so, yeah, it's your go-to okay. word. For, and it's not bad, but it's not, you know, you great. You have to say that it's you're fine. fine when you're not really fine. <laughs> uh, okay. I like that. Um, all right. So we need some two-star examples. Uh, you said. I would put control, I mean, control but you guys all agreed. are very specific so, cases. Yeah, th- I think this is, is there anything a, that we all agreed was too? Um, I think we all agreed would be two stars. Definitely not in the book club. I think you we're all. The, uh, I have it, yeah. Games that we've played. Um, Animal Crossing. I would put under two stars. I would put Animal Crossing under two stars. Everyone could everyone agree to that? Who played? Okay. Yeah, I, yeah. It's like it's a well, it's a well constructed game, but it's it's a, like a it's like a four four star. <laughs> I thought you didn't like it. <laughs> I, I you know how much I played that game? No, you haven't talked about I, it in a very long time. Because I haven't played it in a very long time. Uh, Doom Eternal or Resident Evil Three? Either of those? I know you guys weren't nope. super hot on those. I would no? put those in three or four. I would give it a four. Three, Doom four. Eternal. Uh, Crash. No. And see, that's the problem four, too. Is like. 
Would I consider? I wouldn't consider either of those games like game of the year. Contenders. Crucible as a one, Derek. Crucible is a one. Crucible, <laughs> absolutely, Crucible is an absolute but, one. But um, <laughs> but like I would, I wouldn't consider Doom or Resident Evil game of the year contenders by any means. But yeah. they're still really good video games. Okay, yeah. So maybe uh, we just have those ones are like four stars. Hyperscape, that's a good two. Hyperscape, okay, yeah. I can put that there. I would put that two. as a two. I'm I'm down for it that. Did nothing for the. It, I don't even think it's popular. Didn't they already anymore. rework it? I think they just did know. a patch I've, where they changed a whole bunch of stuff. I haven't heard about it since launch. That's funny. Um, I'll just quickly check this. Da, da, da. Minecraft Dungeons you said you liked, right? Yeah, it was like a three. Hades? Hades, I think that's like Hades a Hades is like a solid one. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so we have come to the agreements. That <laughs> now you're just doing it. <laughs> I think I'm just naturally say it, it on purpose. Uh, come it to sounds the, so weird to me. I don't know why. We have come to the agreement that uh, two stars is fine, has flaws, Try it if uh, you're into the source material or the genre, and a good example of this is Hyperscape. Try Hyperscape if you really like Battle Royales. Um, yeah, it's free, yeah. so I'll give it a two. Yeah, nothing lost. <laughs> okay, know? let's move on to our three-star. This is going swimmingly. <laughs> There's the shark pun. Um, I think good Yeah, is perfect uh, yeah, word. Yeah, I think good. I think, I think the next three are pretty easy to iron out. These are like... It's three is good. Three is the average because the yeah. general average bar of video games has average. reached so much. Yeah. Maybe it has a bad story, but the game. But I think is good I think or... make sure you specify that like average means this mm-hmm. is a good game. Yeah, because yeah. the average is so good. the the word is good. Right. Um, the um, average doesn't mean that it. Yeah, it's weird because average has a bad connotation to it. Yeah, but that's not what it's supposed to mean. It's supposed to mean that like this is the bar. This the is mean. like. Yeah. Yeah. It, in math terms. Exactly. Like this is what you expect right. a game if, to be able to do. If you took all games that ever came out and averaged all of their ratings, it could probably would be around three stars, is what we're saying. That is exactly Not what we're saying. Not in the last 10 years. Um, I'm going to put. Um, our mean would be two. A median. Our median would be two. It'd be like if you took the middle yeah. of all games that came out, it probably would maybe be down by a two or something like that. I'm going to put the phrase worth playing. Oh, yes. Yeah, definitely. I think that's like, yeah. Uh, okay. Anything else? Uh, average worth playing? Any other like phrases that really kind of solidify what we're going for on this one? Just a solid, well-rounded, all or like solid all-around, good game. Solid. Yeah. Like um, maybe solid experience. Didn't have water in its Uber, but like it was still like they got you to your destination and you had an enjoyable ride. Okay. Cool. Like fun, but nothing. <laughs> Like maybe maybe the Uber driver yeah. didn't talk to you, but he also only played like uh, he, Cardi B. Yeah. <laughs> so All right. Like, so I, I got uh, the the word is good. It's average, worth playing, solid experience. Yeah. Um. All right. Let's let's grab a couple games that we think are. Uh, are I think collectively the messenger would probably. Yeah, the messenger. I, th- I would put yeah, it at about a three. We didn't do anything crazy, but it was three. still a, um, a solid experience. Okay. It had its moment. I think three overall. It's like. I think a good way to kind of phrase it and like how I'm thinking about it is like it doesn't it doesn't like doesn't hit the home run in every category yeah. but it has yeah. its shining moments like we all love the storytelling like the writing of the messenger we all agree that was very clever mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but you know it came to the gameplay we kind of found that like maybe a bit repetitive that's yeah. where I'd put the original Assassin's Creed maybe it's kind of I, between two and three there. I put Paper Mario or Gummy King I don't know how you feel about that Derek but I feel like that's a solid three it's like it's good that's where, yeah. I put, that's where I put Resi 3. Resident Evil 3? Yeah. 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 Okay. I can see that. You said you'd... What would you put Crash at? A 3 or a 4? Four? 4. You'd give Crash a 4? Mm-hmm. I'm trying to okay. think it's what the else... the best Crash game. We got on here. Yeah. I all would, the other Crash games are 4s. I would put Star Maybe Wars... Maybe 1 is 3. Star Wars Squadrons on 3? 
Um, whoa, I what's our other? I played Sorry. Spyro one this year. I'd put Spyro one in a three. Um, any of our book club games? No, I feel like the rest of them. I'd put Sword and Shield at a three. Okay. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Sword gets and a shield. If you if you like Pokemon, it's a good experience. But you know, it's nothing. You're not going to get anything extra out of it. No, exactly. Yeah. Like yeah. if you're looking for something groundbreaking, the three is not where you'll look for it. All right, four star, fantastic, um, great. I was, yeah, I was thinking more great. Yeah. Okay. I do like, we want to be that closely associated with the the IGN, or did we want to try to think of a, a different word that's a little because like I mean, we, how much just how many descriptors really are there? Plenty. All right, let's uh, hang on. Uh, let's look at a thesaurus. thesaurus for the word great. I love thesauruses. Synonyms. Uh, we got big. What? Big. Yep. Cons- this is a big game. Considerable. This is a big game. Enormous. Extreme. High. Huge. Immense. Strong. Terrible. Tremendous. Vast. Mm. Long. Tolerant. <laughs> Wait, did you Voluminous. say terrible? Uh, no. No? Are you sure? Oh, terrible isn't here. I guess it's it depends like, on what context. This is yeah. a terrible uh, game. Four stars. This is a terrible extravagant, game. abundant, <laughs> ample. Like, uh, big like, league. Big league. Because <laughs> um, like uh, when it comes to our word choice here, I think we're going to be splitting hairs between what we call a four versus a five. Yeah. What? Are we, like maybe, maybe it'd be easier maybe if let's we decide four and five at the same time. Okay. So what would we, we want five to be? Fantastic. Do you think masterpiece is too? I think masterpiece is too much too much yeah yeah because like not every five has to be a masterpiece in my mind because right. like not all because like all of our game of the year contenders for example we would call five star games exactly but not all of them we would call masterpieces yes i think i think that is yes um so um incredible must play must play that I might be one of the phrases like yeah there's an example i would call Ma- i would call final fantasy 7 remake a five-star game I don't think it's a masterpiece. I yeah, I would call right. it a five star game. Yeah. I would not call it a ten out of ten, and I think that's okay with me as categorizing it as this game is a must play experience, mm-hmm. and like leaving it at that, and leaving everyone else to decide whether they think it is a masterpiece because it's a masterpiece to me, but it's not a masterpiece to well, it's not. I don't think it's a masterpiece to me. It's very special to me. <laughs> so what's a game where I think. Like I'm leaning towards Haiti might be a masterpiece, whereas like Ori and the Will of the Wisps. Yeah, you think it's uh, like I would give it a five, you would give it a five, but you gave it a ten, and I would probably give it closer to a nine. Yeah, you know, right? And right. like that's okay to me that though they fall into that same category of five. And like, yes, you need to play this. I just feel like we need to tell people you need to play this game and let them decide for themselves whether it's it's an all time great or just a yeah, that's an amazing yeah. video. Because like getting into the minutia of like game ratings like like we mentioned earlier with the decimals like the point the point twos and the point threes don't mean anything yeah i agree and the difference between a nine and a ten nowadays is almost negligible it seems like we're going more for root of we're basing ours more off of like enjoyment overall but then you know leaving the nitpicking of the certain aspects of the game up to the person who plays it yeah absolutely well, because if you think about it, a lot of the people who listen to our podcast are people who we know who don't actually play a lot of video games. Yeah. So it's like like helping it, inform those people. Like, mm-hmm. like he, here's uh, the most generic, not the most generic maybe, but just an all-encompassing idea of how you should feel about a game going in. Yeah. I, I like the idea of like the five star being like, this is a must play. Yeah. Um. So do we want to use the word... 
I think incredible is a good word. Uh, excellent. I nice think I th- on. impeccable. Impeccable. I think maybe if we're f- like if we're gonna go for five, I think like maybe the excellent should be the four, but I think like incredible could maybe be five. You know, like it depends. Yeah. Because like I don't know. I guess I like I think with four and five, we're gonna be splitting hairs because like. When it comes to like, like incredible, excellent, amazing, at, at this point they're all pretty much synonyms. Yeah, that's a good point. So we need, I think five needs to be something that like kind of encompasses the idea of like you have to play this. So it's like a word. I believe you said yeah, it earlier. It's, it's must play. You think five? I, yeah, I, I think, was leaning towards must play. I think as well, at this but point, then I was trying to think of another to, word to, 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 to differentiate between our three, or two, between our, our four, four and, and our five. five. We can't just have an all-encompassing one word. It's going to be our like descriptions that kind of set them apart yeah because like because like if you ask me like up to that echelon they are all really just amazing video games yeah yeah besides like depending on you know where you see certain words like i might say oh fantastic sounds better than amazing but derek might say no amazing sounds better than fantastic so it depends on the person there so really you can't you can't there's no way you can pick words for four and five without them being swappable always, in a lot of people's minds. I've always said that the English language has too many synonyms for the it like, really does. fantastic yeah. you know, descriptor. So, like in, yeah. in the Japanese language, there's only one word for that, and it's uh, really two, actually. There's uh, subarashi and sugoi. And they they translate to excellent, amazing, fantastic, like all. Yeah, like it, it's yeah. anytime that you see any, anything, anything that is positive. subbed that way, or it's just that word spoken, but in the English subtitles it's always all different words interesting yeah so from what i'm hearing like we're kind of leaning towards you know a five is our like must play and yeah. that, that's our ranking i like the i like it yeah. as a, like five must play and so four how do we feel about incredible yeah yeah incredible or uh, excellent I, I think like we yeah excellent I like excellence a good word that's a bill and ted yeah reference. i was just gonna say be excellent to ted. each other um what if for five it's wild with a y <laughs> Mm, and oh, oh, here's another thing. I, I was gonna actually bring this up a while ago. I found out the secret to making a beautiful video game or a, or a, like a a great video game, and okay. it's the word wild. Breath of, Breath the, of the wild. wild. Uh, the outer wild. Outer wilds. Wild night. Wa- Witcher Hollow. three. Wild hunt. <laughs> uh, the frozen wilds DLC pack for Horizon Zero Dawn. The Wild Wild West video game adaption. Girls Gone Wild <laughs> video game <laughs> See, adaption. Now you're <laughs> speaking my language. Um, all right. So for four star, we're going to use the word excellent. Uh, I said an amazing experience. Um, what else? Any any other phrase? Like This is for four? Yeah. Okay. For five, I have must play, which is going to be like the keyword. And then said could be a masterpiece. Uh, best of the best genre defining. Yeah, yeah, that's that's, that's good. Examples: Ori Two, Final Fantasy VII Remake, Ghost of Tsushima, Hades. Okay, fine. Everyone fine with that? Breath of the Wild, maybe. Toss it. Uh, I well, give yeah, it that's a four. <laughs> yeah, we have a lot of fives. We, we like, like games. games. We do like video yeah. games. Um, all right, let's throw a couple fours in here. I think a lot of our book club games could be fours, like Earthbound, uh, Symphony Earthbound. of the Night, Earthbound, yeah, Symphony of the Night, <laughs> Metroid, Super, Super Metroid. Metroid, yeah. Um, I mean, anything more recent? Let's get throw in there. Like, what do you guys? Uh, I would put Legends of Runeterra in there. Okay, yeah, uh, yeah. I personally would put Last of Us Two there. Yeah, that. Oh, that's I think that's, uh, that's solid. Um, yeah. Fall Guys, I'd probably put in a four. Maybe uh, okay. three Maybe depends. Three. It's, yeah, it's, it's really fun. Depends on who you ask on that one. Yeah. Um, I'd put uh, I'd put Doom Eternal in a four. 
do maternal at four how do you feel i don't know i never finished that (laughs) (laughs) that makes it sound more like a three well Um, that's derek derek finishes i mean i can't i can't rate it till i finish it so under four i have amazing experience can i put the phrase nothing bad like no you think a four can know. still have some bad things if it has, i yeah. think the difference if it has nothing bad then what did, why would it in a five because right. it's not genre defining Does yeah it, mm. i feel like five Does it have to be five has intangibles to it you know it's like there's something think, well, special that's pushing it to think, the five i don't think final fantasy 7 is genre defining yeah, I that's just think an exa- It's a really good game that's really well I think, made. Yeah, I think it's the best. It could be defined as best of the best for uh, JRPGs with its combat mechanics and acting. You know, I think it's a top tier. Yeah. So I don't know. I feel like we need one more solid phrase for four star, and then we can like wrap this up and be done with it. So it sounds like maybe it's. I think it's like few flaws. Yeah, few, few like flaws. Very, very little. Few. Perfect. Very. I like that. Like that's all we need. Maybe even like. Flaws don't ruin the experience. Yeah, the flaws, the the hiccups don't detract from. Yeah. The I would even say like five is like no noticeable flaws. Like even flaws. if there's something like bad, like there, you, there's stuff you not, could like a flaw to like it, you you wouldn't yeah. notice into it until you really really nitpick it. Like, like yeah, like Final the, Fantasy VII remix pacing, maybe or the you know, wind, like stuff like that. The fucking wind textures in Ghost of Tsushima when you're on the beaches. Right. <laughs> yeah. Did you did you ever notice that? No. If you're on like beaches on Ghost of Tsushima, the wind looks like it was rendered in 260p. <laughs> all right all right so let's run this down all right Ooh, we have the official game sharks rating system just uh gone through and i want to say sussed out is that a correct phase yeah, no, absolutely not sussed I'm, out yeah what am i thinking i'm trying to be hip jeff <laughs> yeah stop trying to use among us memes none of us have played the game sus has been a has been an internet lingo term i thought it was a- among us to determine, discover, or come to an understanding, a noun of pronoun wait, that can wait, be used. How are you spelling the word "sus"? S u s s e d. Oh, that's a, that's a real out. word that exists. That's what I, I thought. thought. You meant sus like suspect? as in suspect. No. Okay. Or I was suspicious. Like, yeah. I was, <laughs> I was like, like, wondering. Like, is this mean? a real word and phrase, or is yeah, this yeah. some dumb I, Among Us thing? I didn't Both. hear the ed in you. I thought you said th- sus like, out. Sus out, not sussed. And no. That's another example of why the English language sucks ass. <laughs> <laughs> sussed out. We, okay. So the, yeah. Okay. Um. So, one star. Deliberated. One star. Del- no. I don't know. Never mind. Continue. One star. <laughs> one star. Bad. This podcast is one star. <laughs> none none to little redeeming qualities. Do not play this. Broken. Examples. Marvel's Avengers. Crucible. Yeah. Maybe you switch it to little to no redeeming qualities. To little to... A little better. Yeah. I was like... Because I had uh, no there first. <laughs> little <laughs> to no redeeming qualities. All right. Two stars. Fine. Has flaws. Try it if you're into the source material or genre. Yeah. Examples. Hyperscape personally for me example control uh, control <laughs> but three stars good average worth playing solid experience examples the messenger paper mario origami king pokemon sword and shield four stars excellent an amazing experience flaws don't detract examples earthbound super metroid last of us 2 five stars must play could be a masterpiece best of the best genre defining examples Ori in the Will of the Wisps, Final Fantasy VII Remake, Ghost of Tsushima, Hades, Breath of the Wild, Hollow Knight. 
Cool. All right. I like it. Does everyone feel good about this? Yeah. I'm feeling yeah. okay with this. Yeah. Okay. So what I want to do before we wrap up and head into trivia is, is I want to go- make them all shark puns. <laughs> no, we can do that on our own time. <laughs> what I want to do is go back to our backlog games. Oh. oh. And, and, instead and redo of, it. Instead of converting it, because what we could do is just take the number and, and then and divide by two. Yeah. I would rather us, with our new system- Give them a grade. Give them I a like grade. This. So and, give, and the, from here, we can write down each person's individual and then the aggregate. Right. So we can keep track going forward of what each person so gave it. So would we average our star scores or... Yeah. So like with the final rating for Earthbound, let's say... Was, ha- it said like, 8.3. If, like are we do, but what I'm saying is if our... If we give two fours and two threes to a game, does that make a 3.5 stars? I think we should... Uh, we should either collectively agree to round up or round down. I'm with it. To a whole number. I don't like doing the halves. Yeah. I, okay. don't, I think you should round down then. I think having I think the halves we, eliminates the purpose. I think we can of, have a discussion about rounding. Because if, like, if we're all in agreement, if like the two people feel very strongly like, hey, that like I didn't like it for these reasons, and then the, the four people can be like, okay, I can understand that. We'll round down. Or if they're like, the two is like, I can understand why you guys really love this, and we can round up. I okay. think yeah, we, like okay. for control, okay. for example. Exactly. Which I, we'll get I to yeah. Okay. So Earthbound, <laughs> I would give Earthbound personally. I would give Earthbound a three. Um, Adam, what yeah, would you give? I Earthbound? was doing about a three for Earthbound. I give it a four. I give it a four as well. We sure. did. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jesus, literally just described this example. I I could round this up to a four. Yeah, I'll give it to okay. it. Okay. Cool. So, yeah. sorry, this might the game shark score is a four out of five, but our individual scores are three, two threes out of five, and two fours out of five. Yes. Okay, uh, Andrew, we're gonna need to do some uh, re I'll get to graphic designing vacation. of this. <laughs> I'm on vacation. Fuck you. <laughs> All right. Um, so, Super Metroid, I would probably give that. Uh, mm, I would give that a. Uh, a four, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Four. I agree. Yeah, four. I, I give it a four. Okay. Yeah, so that one's easy. So I can just do all four. <laughs> Perfect. Um, Castlevania Symphony of the Night. I would probably give this a five. I'd give it a four. Yeah, I'm with Andrew. I'm going four. I would also give it a four. Okay. So then that makes it a four. Jeff, rest four. Jeff, rest in peace. <laughs> rest in force. Um, okay. I think especially eliminating personal bias, I think Metroid, Super Metroid and Castlevania are on such a comparable level Mm -hmm. just in general that they should be the same. That's fair. Um, okay. Outer Wilds, uh, I would give it a five. five. Yeah. Five across the board. Everyone five across the board. People should play that game. Play that. That's exactly, (laughs) that's the point of a five. Yeah. Play, you have to play this game. Mm -hmm. Uh, The Messenger, I would give that. Three. Solid three. Yeah. Three. Derek, you said you might give two. it a two. All right. Uh, so Derek, Derek's but a two. That I I would I would I could round up on that one. <laughs> okay. So yeah, because we're I can see for the right price. How I like I just didn't person I just don't personally like that style of game that much. Yeah, I'm the same boat. I think it had. So let's let's refer back to our. <laughs> I think it was good. It was average. It's worth playing. It's a solid experience. Um, I. Maybe I think it's a two. I think I'd personally say it's a two, but I would round it up to a three. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's what we're going to do. So the messenger, Derek, and Jeff say two. Uh, control, I would give this a two. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Adam? Uh, come back to me. 
Uh, Derek? So uh, yeah, I would give it a four. Um, I, I, yeah. Andrew, three. Four. Four. I was gonna. I was oh, you're thinking five. I was almost thinking five. Yeah. I, it's not quite at five for me, but I think I would go as far as to give it a four. I think it was really good. Okay, so our aggregate is uh four eight twelve fourteen divided by four is three. No, be three, three and a half. Four, so. Uh, do we want to round it up to a four? I think it's probably should be rounded up to a four because the majority said four. Yeah. Yeah. Does that sound reasonable? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I so I, I would say it's a four because I think that the reasons we like it are the reasons that you like it are too personal. To, the reasons you don't like it are too personal to you. Okay. To like yeah. bring the score down. Yeah. It's it's like you a personal like I don't like this type of. Yeah, but my yeah. reasoning for it too is I think it has flaws, and I would recommend it to someone who's into the source material or that genre. Right. Yeah. So that's why I think it perfectly falls under two for me. Um, okay, that's all of them. Cool. So we have so now far. Earthbound is at four, Super Metroid's at four, Castlevania Symphony of Light is at four, Outer Worlds is at five, The Messenger is at three, and Control is at four. Okay. Cool. Yeah. All right. I feel good about this. I feel real good. I'm happy about it. Um, if we make any changes to this, you'll hear a thing about it. I might write up an article for the website about this, kind of going in depth about all of our different things. So that'll be cool. I'll have that up there so that anyone can reference it at any time. And we already got those assets for the one through five. Hmm. <laughs> They're pretty muddy. I would like to maybe update the colors. Yeah. They're like brown and sewer shark. I can reach out to my friend. We'll, we'll, we'll work on it. Okay. I'm looking forward to it. Um, okay. Who wants to do some trivia? Yeah, let's do it. Is it... A trivia about what games got as scores? Or uh, no. Um, the trivia this week Hades. is because I'm on such a fucking Hades high. Uh, the trivia this week. Um, oh, Greek mythology, please. Gods in video games. Gods oh, okay. That's, that's can get behind an this. interesting yeah. angle. Yeah, I think it's pretty fun. Uh, and I did a little bit of research, and there's there's a lot of gods in video games. So. It's going to be pretty cool. Everybody ready? Yeah, let's do it. Question number one. Shout out to those who play the game Hades. What is the name of the son of Hades? The main character of the video game Hades. <laughs> if you had downloaded the game and turned it on, you would know the answer to this question. <laughs> I'd like everyone to know that Jeff is staring at <laughs> I am staring at Andrew dead in the eyes. Also, you have a chance to know this just based on Greek mythology because all of the characters in Hades are the Greek gods. Even the main character? Even the main character oh. is a known Greek god entity. Mm, uh, he's not a demigod, right? He's a full-on god because he's the son of Hades and you know, I don't know. Persephone. Persephone. Yeah. Be careful what you were how how much you throw around to that information. Mm. Uh, all right, we're gonna have Andrew go first. What is the name of Hades' son? The amount of times that I am like conversating with you guys and not trying to think of an answer, and, and then, then I call, you on, just call you. on me. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's um. I'm trying to think of the. It's not. I'm just. I'm, I know it's wrong, but I'm gonna say Thanatos. I wrote down Junior. I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> Derek Zagreus. His name is Zagreus. Yeah, when Thanatos is one of the sons. Thanatos Hades. is the god of he, death. He's the god of death. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but, but I'm not giving that. you a point because that is not what I was asking. Yeah, I know. I um, told you. I knew it was wrong. I'm impressed that you know who Thanatos is, though. I fucking. I read Percy Jackson like two months ago. <laughs> Question number two: Who are the three goddesses of high rule? I need all. Adam got very excited. I just excited saw Adam very quickly. Whip his phone out He's faster. Like, than I know that. Else. <laughs> I know one. Um, okay, we're gonna have 
Derek go oh, first on this? Yeah, <laughs> I know you guys very well. Uh, Derek, who are the three goddesses of Hyrule? I like have the like, not including Hylia, obviously. Um, the like kinds of like I don't know, like I can picture what how many letters each mm-hmm. one of them are. Um, but I can't uh like remember. Them. I would give you a so hint, I'm gonna but you're in you, the lead. Uh, uh, I'm gonna go with Valu. Okay, and <laughs> one of my there's, gods. there's three of them. Uh, Din, and um, let's go with Zelda. <laughs> Andrew? Uh, well, Din is right. <laughs> I knew uh, Din was one Din, of them. Din, Ferrer, and Nehru. Adam? Din, Ferrer, and Nehru. Yeah. That is correct. Uh, the easy way to remember is Ocarina of Time. You have uh, Din's, Din's fire, fire, Nehru's, Nehru's love, and Ferrer's wind. Or Zelda's moveset and smash. Yes. Uh, all right, points for Adam and Andrew, both tying it up. Question number three, who did Kratos kill to steal the title of God of War? This one's pretty straightforward. I don't think you need to have played God of War. It's kind of like who is the that's, God that's of War in Greek, Greek mythology. mythology. Yeah. Derek, uh, or sorry, Adam. Who's Ar- Ares. 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 It is Ares. A point for everyone. Um, all right, question number four. In the Mortal Kombat series, who is the God of Thunder? What? Yes, one of the characters in Mortal Kombat is a literal god. Guardian of Earth, I believe, is also one of his other titles. What's his name? What is his name? Were you asking me? Or were you trying to get me to? Or... <laughs> no, I was <laughs> I th- asking. What's thought... his name, Jeff? <laughs> yeah, I answer your question. Like, Wait, what's his name? <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, I'm gonna call on you first. Andrew. I know, but I haven't ran anything down. I know, because I'm talking to you. Um. I feel like Derek might know this. I don't know if Adam, I don't know how familiar you are with Mortal Kombat. Nah, I know some characters' names, so I'm giving you one of the one names that I know. All right, Andrew, who is the God of Thunder? Ronald. <laughs> Raiden. Derek. I forgot, but it's the guy who throws his hat. I think or something. What? No, that's a different guy. No, it's a different guy. You are thinking of? I believe his name is Kung Lao. Oh, I mean, yeah. I think of Kung Lao. But Kung Lao's definitely a guy. Adam is right. It is Raiden. Raiden. Wait, the Raiden. God of Thunder. What? Oh my God, I got that right. Yeah, uh, he. He does like that. Um, that he, he's got looks. he's got lightning, right? Yeah, that's what made yeah, me yeah, think yeah. of it. Isn't he yellow too? No, he's bluish. Oh, he's blue. I thought Sub Zero was blue. Uh, hang on. Oh, I guess he is. He can be yellow. This is the Mortal Kombat Two version of him. How did I get that? That's Raiden. Oh yeah, in Mortal Kombat Two. Yeah. Okay. Uh, hang on. I'm gonna Maybe look. I up. am thinking of Kung Lao. I mean, yeah, because his he's got like a really round hat that's got a uh, yeah the blade on it. I yeah. thought those are the same guy. No, different guys. This is Kung Lao. Yep. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yep. All right, a point for Adam, who now takes the lead. Going into question number five. I don't even remember what it is. Ooh, ba- oh, baby. Something about Ghost of Tsushima. Let's go. Come on. <laughs> question number five. Palutena from Kid Icarus is known as the god of what? So you know how Zeus is the god of thunder, mm-hmm. Poseidon is yeah. the god of the ocean. What is Palutena the god of? Okay, so we're going to have uh, Derek go first on this one. What is Palutena the god of? Bad Smash characters. She's actually a top five character in the game. <laughs> Wait, is she? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Andrew, what is Palutena the god of? Uh, light. I also wrote light. The answer, with Adam being the winner, is light. Yeah, baby. Adam wins with four Damn. correct answers. He just didn't know about Zagreus. Impressive, Adam. Thank you. Andrew comes in second. Derek. I still can't believe I got the fair, Mortal Kombat Adam question did correct. Complete guess. 
two Raiden. of them. Yeah. Raiden. Yeah. He was the only character I know from Mortal Kombat who was even associated with lightning, so that was a complete guess. Hey, man. But I'm, it was an educated I mean, guess. The step you had on on me is that you knew characters from Mortal Kombat. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even play it. I just know a few of them. That's the, I write trivia so that people could have a chance have of having heard the thing as long as they're somewhat in the video yeah, game. Yeah, like Mortal Kombat is like... Well known enough, right? You know, we also had a chance of having heard the name. Yeah, you know, Scorpion, no Sub Zero. The next level of character, right after that, if if you know Mortal Kombat characters, would be Raiden. Those are the only two characters I know. Um, all right, tiebreaker question for fun: How many Greek gods has Kratos killed? Oh, oh! You can just say anything; it doesn't matter. Twelve, fifteen, twenty. It's twenty-three. Oh wow, that many! From what He's I counted, a lot are there any gods left? Gods. Uh, no. Not Greek. He's killed them all. <laughs> he killed almost all of them, I believe. Kill That's why we moved on to Norse mythology. Like more. he's gonna go yep. kill another pantheon. I guess. D- no. Does he kill Athena? I don't know. Oh, he does kill Athena. Yeah. No. Yep. Athena. <laughs> yep. Murdered her. Um. All right, guys. Thank you very much for listening to this episode of the Game Sharks podcast. You can find us on Instagram at Game Sharks Podcast. You can find our website, thegamesharks.com, and you can send us an email with any questions. Uh, or trivia questions you may have or things that you want us to discuss, GameSharksPodcast at Yahoo.com. <laughs> Shut up, Terry. <laughs> Thank you very much for listening. And with that, we are Finn. I think that's no. <laughs> Derek. Derek. <laughs> <laughs>